Colchester United's Sammy Schmodix is unable to recognise himself in the mirror. <laughs> We're just two guys who like talking about football, just enjoying it. The overwhelming stench Pink. of ready salted crisps. Smells. I know what James Mill smells like. <laughs> Rice cakes. Yeah. <laughs> because this podcast isn't just all stupid shit. Just mainly stupid shit. Season two, mate. Season two. We are, we're here. Season two is here. We managed to get through one whole season. And of course, season two, you know, there's loads of things that are different, but there's things that are the same as well. But mainly there's a new look. Uh, you know, we're going to be a lot more interactive with you guys listening. New uh, features. New features, mate. And we have a couple today and oh god they're so fucking good and i'd hate to blow my own trumpet but they are great they're so funny guys they're exactly what we want to do in this podcast i think it's what you guys want to hear and top five is no more mate because i mean it'll come in now and again possibly but alex we were pretty bored with it yeah we'll do top we'll do top fives every now and then two lies and the truth won't always be there twatless won't always be there yeah we just, you know, we've come up with loads of different features. We're going to recycle stuff, put some in, put some out, keep it fresh. Mainly, the biggest improvement is I now have a soundboard. I can press buttons and it'll make noises. I mean, that is the most exciting thing of season two. <laughs> I hope it isn't. I hope it isn't. But yeah, you know, season two, I'm really excited to kick it off today. But well, we're kicking it off after a weekend of... Ups and downs. In what way? Um, Are you okay? Yes, I'm great, actually. Oh, okay, that's good. We have a situation I'm where Man too. United Thanks. won. Yeah, Man United won, We have won, a situation mate. where Cardiff got beat by Bristol City. Ups yeah, and downs. That's a familiar situation now with Cardiff City. We've lost two huge derbies now. The South Wales derby with Swansea, and we lost to Bristol City. It's Whereas just... we've won in midweek, and we've won again. Yeah, mate, things for you are looking great um, it, for, for a lot of the time doing what's, this podcast. What's Cardiff's problem? I don't understand. These massive games, Swansea, then obviously at home to Bristol City, they're normally all right at home. What are they doing? I just think, um, you know, Warnock's been found out a bit now. His style of football isn't doing so well this season. To be fair, against Bristol, we had four or five first-team players out injured. Right. But you know you need that strength and depth. And do you think you do you think you'll go up? Do you no. think you've got a chance that when I say go up, your only option is really playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, but I mean, Cardiff could, in the playoffs, we could still fucking get automatic like easily. Like if you just if something major was sorted out, but I can't see that happening with Warnock. We fucked up massively by getting rid of Craig Bellamy uh, for the bullying allegations, which I think were pretty silly. Um, because he would have been a perfect replacement for Warnock, a young, hungry manager, which is why I think we're not doing well. Yeah. Warnock is, you know, he's announced his retirement. Fergie done the similar thing. He announced his retirement, obviously, for shareholder purposes. Well, uh, Fergie announced his retirement. He won the league. But how much, as a player for Cardiff, are you going to want to be impressing Warnock if you know he's not going to be there next year? I think players will want to impress regardless. When you're in the championship, yeah. you've always got that that Premier League kind of thing to aim for so I don't think there's ever a player in the championship who's happy being in the championship necessarily they've always got aspirations Peter what Whitman, I would say Jordan Rhodes is I've all Jordan Rhodes always wanted to play he just wasn't good enough what was the problem um, who who wins that league this season how it's early days 
think Preston are really impressing me. I think West Brom will win it. Think West I, think, Brom. I think West Brom. I watched yeah. West Brom the other night, and I wasn't, I wasn't like, I didn't see a, a championship winning side. I saw a strong side that yeah. took their chances. Yeah, I think they'll win it because they be their their championship is a league of consistency. Um, you you need that consistency. I'd have them there for there. automatic, but I I wouldn't be surprised if we get someone Preston a little bit outside. Really good. Bristol City, obviously, with that win. Yeah, I think they're obviously Lee Johnson's uh, for Bristol wants top six. That's his aims. You know, again, they're not very impressive when you watch them, but they grind out those wins, which is what Cardiff done when we got promoted. It's not what we're doing now. Well, yeah, talking of Preston, getting promoted, look at look at the teams that got promoted. And I don't think you can do any better than what Sheffield United are, are doing this season. A team that got promoted last season, you expect to be bottom, bottom three, Bottom half, oh my god, they're what fifth? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I know. So, obviously, the strength in in the Premier League now to be able to go up. Chris Wilder's doing an unbelievable job there, but they're set above United, and they deserve to be. Yeah, I agree, mate. I do agree. Um, I'm very surprised, by the way, that you said you were feeling okay because when I picked you up earlier, you. You left your subway in work. A I left long my, subway. My subway. You I've left been looking it. forward to it. I've been at work all day. Yeah, exactly. And that, that for me, like, oh, it is probably the most infuriating thing when you leave it's food somewhere, which you were looking forward to. It's devastating. So, leading into this week's Would You Rather, would you rather leave every subway you buy for the rest of your life at work <laughs> or... Man United win the Premier League this season by some miracle. Wait, so I'd leave every subway for the rest of my life? Yeah, at work. <laughs> so I could go, I'm on a day off, I go yeah. to Subway, yeah. pick up a Subway, take it's it back home, it's at work. get home ready to eat it. And it's at work. My manager calls me, Alex, there's a Subway in my office. Yeah. But I just bought... Yeah, it was in my hands. First, I'll take, I'll take United winning the league. I'd rather United win the league. Then... That I'll give up subways, but I saw how I was gutted. inconvenienced and sad you were. Yeah, but imagine me every single week as United get beat one nil and manage three shots on goal. Yeah, imagine us winning the league and watching the scouts. Uh, one can dream. So I can't. I, I'm very surprised you chose that. I'll give you that. It's good. Would you rather there? Thank you. I appreciate that. So one thing we spoke about at the start is audience interaction and. One way we're going to do this, obviously, in our last episode, we come up with a feature live on air called Grind My Goalposts. We did. And this week, we went out to our fans and asked, what grinds your goalposts? You know what really grinds my goalposts? So grind my goalposts, mate. This is basically things in football that get on our nerves. Exactly. That persistently are there and no one's fixing. Yeah. Sort of thing. Or anything. Anything that fucks you guys off and well, fucks us off the so most important thing is that we get feedback so what everyone else thinks because we actually when I've looked at all of these you've got more of them in front of you now Baker but I I agreed with almost all of them yeah. so it's not just it's not just one person like I've always thought oh that really fucks me off but I never said anything about it but it's the whole world kick it off with a few because they are interesting and I think everyone's well, gonna before I kick off with the audience sorry guys who are listening who are eagerly anticipating to see if they've made it onto the episode 
Have you got something this week that grinds your goalposts? I've got I have. 50 different things that grind my goalposts. Can you pick the most goalpost grinding Well, thing? the reason why I'm not going to give you mine is because someone has already okay. said it. Well, what grinds my goalposts, Alex, is the press bias towards any non-English sportsman. Non-English it, sportsman. And you being English, you probably wouldn't understand it and you perhaps think, oh, fuck off, Baker, mm. which I think I can see in your eyes. Mm. You know, Andy Murray's a good example. When he wins... British. He's British. When he loses, he's Scottish. Yeah. But something this week that really fucking boiled my blood was Ramsey obviously scored that goal for Juventus. And even Ramsey admitted he stole the goal from Ram, uh, Ronaldo by yeah. accident. It was an accident. And yeah. in the celebrations, Ronaldo didn't even care, surprisingly enough. But Squawker called Ramsey the first British footballer to score for Juventus for a so many amount of time or in the Champions League. And Everyone was like, no, he's fucking Welsh. Yeah. Like, he, like, just call him Welsh. First Welsh footballer. But the Why first Welsh footballer is a different category to British because obviously English players have been going abroad. Like, of course. Multinational. Yeah. And this is why Squawker tweeted at the people complaining, obviously mostly Welsh people, or all Welsh people, yeah. including myself. It simply casts a wider net of players and makes it more impressive. Same if a player was the first European to score for a team, etc. Do you agree with that? I agree. I agree with it. I agree with it, but I don't. I wouldn't say that's necessarily the reason why I'd say it. And the reason it pisses me off is because loads of people brought up tweets of Squawker saying mm. that Sancho is like the first English player. You know, he's the most important. They always talk about Sancho being English. But the, the I think the reason why so they've they've given a shitty excuse. <laughs> They're a really shitty excuse there. Really, it's because. How many Welsh players have played in Syria? Well, that's more impressive. Exactly. To say, like, so he's the, Welsh might, player scores in the Syria. So that like, might have been fuck, a Welsh players playing in the Syria. But they've gone with since. So they've gone with the first British since. Yeah, but something. they should have chosen to go with the Welsh thing because that, to me, is more impressive than the first British player who scored in da da da. Maybe so, like, there's a Welsh guy playing for Juventus. I definitely agree with what you're saying Do about you like I mean? the you you British if you win. You're Scottish if you lose, sort of that and thing with Andy Murray. I do person, see that. And a non-English person, it fucking infuriates. I've, I've seen it with Mo Farah. As soon as Mo Farah's in a bit of controversy, he's no longer British, and all of a yeah. sudden it's his. Okay, where did he? Where is he actually born? Where's his parents from? And then they'll use that. So well, it is. It is in the British media, but look, Garen Thomas, mate. You know Garen Thomas, the yeah. Tour de France winner. Yeah, he famously held up a Welsh flag when he won and the BBC photoshopped the Welsh flag out. Oh, really? Yeah. It's insane and it does exist. It really does exist. I've I do believe there's English someone. bias. Yeah, of course, because the, I, well, cause the majority of the people working at these organisations are English in the, in the press. I've someone who's very high up in the BBC and I asked him the question and this person's Welsh. Yeah. I was like, you know, is it actually biased? Against? Yeah. And he said, yeah, 100% even behind the scenes. Yeah, but you can't say who that is. No, absolutely not. I know who it is. Yeah, I know you oh. know. But yeah, going on to the audience, guys. Uh, what grinded your gears? Uh, goalposts. Come on. Grinded your goalposts. How can you get that? It's well, our first. Hey, it's our first. It's our first, um, it's our first one, man. Go on. What grinded your? By the your way, before we continue, goalposts. we have got some amazing features. So stay tuned. We've got a brilliant new feature called "Stay on the Line," a good prank calling feature. We've got substitution. Uh, substitution, which is great. And yes, yeah, so, you know. Stay with us. Uh, T underscore Bailey 78 said, people talking about football when they don't watch it. 
grinds his goalposts. So he's talking about. Are you, is he talking about like, for example, classic example? Plastic fans. World Cups on. England are doing well. Oh, man. All of a sudden, uh, everyone's English. Everyone supports the team. If England are doing badly. Oh, I don't really care. I don't watch football. I don't care about football. Yeah, but all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, Henderson is so shit. Yeah. It's like, well, you don't watch football. You don't watch football. But they're always... All of a sudden you are watching football and you've got an opinion. Yeah, but then I'm always for growing a sport. So I'm always happy that other people are taking an interest in it. Uh, At Dan Moff 1998, which I believe is friend of mine, Dan Moffat, says that Ale 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 chant, it's overused as fuck. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't. It, I don't for the reason I'll say that it grinds my goalposts. I definitely. I think I think it grinds my goalposts when other teams, including Cardiff, use it. Huh. But Liverpool, it's their you know they're entitled. They they but it's made not it famous. They but it, they didn't create it. I know, like Napoli did and stuff. But it's 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 their chant now. Oh, I'm not having that. At Jason Fitz six says VAR taking away a goal celebration after a full on. Celebration. I think that's the, that's a point of just VAR in general. I think we've we've come to the conclusion now, and we're not even halfway through the season, that VAR is actually taken away. It's taken away more from the game. Even Gary than Lineker is us. saying it's absolutely diabolical. Yeah, and I I, I agree with him. I I I'd lost. I'd just just lost my lost the. I was the last draw. That I think it was the one. Um, the armpit one. That was me. That was the Firmino uh, armpit one. That was me gone. Yeah, and the Sheffield United one for me was like, this is... I was feeling an it and then bang, gone. joke. It was like the guy's finger was offside. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And the problem that I've got at the moment is where they're drawing these lines and how they're drawing Literally. it. And you know, you, you'll you notice, the, th- the thing is, you can't call it accurately. If they want to be as accurate as they are trying to be, then they've got... The, you see the motion blur when a player kicks it. So yeah. how can you know when that ball has left his foot? Yeah, so they can't insane. see. So how can you see when a part of a guy's armpit or arm or chest and whatever's going to play it on camera is going to go... And when they draw the lines, where's the camera angle? Are we taking yeah. into account that you draw a straight line on a pitch that's, you, that is... You, you're quite literally... They need to rewrite the laws of offside. This because, is the problem. Because obviously that chef and I's, uh wrist was offside or finger, but maybe only the leg can be counted as offside because it's what you score with. Well, any so any what do you part even... of your body that you can play the ball with yeah. is what's counted as offside. So your arm or your hand or your wrist can't be offside. Suarez would be offside all of the time for his teeth. True. Van Nistelrooy for his horse face. <laughs> yeah. Would have been offside. Yeah. And but Crouch has so tweeted that his legs would have been offside. All it'd be the interesting time. to put it out there, but I think pretty much if you put a poll out there now saying keep VAR or lose it altogether, I think everyone would, would say well, lose it altogether. Well, well, players with smaller limbs have got an advantage. I think, yeah. yeah. I, I, look. You get a midget playing in the Premier League and they're, they're going to be instantly world class. I just, I think we either have to, we have to, yeah, redefine the offside Little rule. people, sorry. Or we have to completely sack that off and mm. try not to get as technical. Jamie Wolves says the word cup set. And it's not the first time he's written into us saying that. So I think Jamie Wolves is genuinely really pissed off. Really pissed and off. And he grinds his gears. Uh, at, grinds his goal piss. At Popeye Tom, VAR and VAR and VAR again. Yep, I'm there for, I'm there for you, Tom. Ben Kennedy says three subs. Most teams have seven to ten subs on bench. 
Should do it like Italian do div three and have three stoppages, but can have five subs. Five subs. Do you know what? The, and it's very rare that it happens, but the only reason I like the three subs thing is what happened with Man City the other night mm. uh, with Atalanta, where City had used up their substitutions because uh, Edison had gone off. Um, sorry, they they used up the substitution, but they used up their goalkeepers. Yeah, they used up two of their goalkeepers. So the only times where I enjoy it, and Harry Kane did it a few seasons back. We've seen when goalkeepers get sent off, that a player comes on or a player dons the gloves. So I quite enjoy it for that entertainment factor. When, yeah. but for the rare occasion, yeah, do we want to see more subs? Possibly, we want to see more players given a chance, but disrupting the game the flow of the game I think maybe not we see it in friendlies and when when team when when there's a big wholesale change you know at half time it can completely change the flow of the game so yeah so you I'll stick with three yeah okay and finally uh, Gareth Merritt says crikey where to start clappers yes goal music holy shit yes Ref's inability to get players to take free kicks and throw-ins from the right place. Oh my God, yes. That's huge. Uh, people who applaud when the attendance is read out, what exactly are they applauding? That everyone turned up, I guess. That people turned well up. Well done at everyone being there. Uh, well done, guys. You Can I just, on the, on the throw-in and free kick place, the throw-in yeah. situation is ridiculous. Oh, right. I don't mean to be petty, but when they do that... It, I cannot believe you can't believe that the linesman doesn't say anything five yards then ten yards all of a sudden they're halfway up the pitch and they're taking the throw in it was fucking 15 yards back yeah. get back to where you started you didn't read out the one that really grinds my goalpost the most out of all of them that's what I've put on here what was it it was one sent in by our producer okay our friend Brandon Brandon sorry I forgot to put that in yeah what do you know say? which one it was no See, Brand's got, he's got a very similar, he gets angry at the same things I do. The biggest things that grind, that grind, that grinds my goalpost right now and has been for a couple of years now is added time, stoppage time. Right. They do not play the correct amount of stoppage time ever. Right. And I'll give you an example and it's the most recent example because you'll see it in almost it every game. No, I'll give you the most recent example. Me and you were sat here earlier and we were watching Marseille versus Lyon. Marseille have a penalty. Halfway through the penalty, Benedetto, Marseille forward, hits out one of the Lyon players. The game stopped. VAR checks it. Then nothing's given. Then uh, Marseille get to take the penalty. Pyatt's about to take the penalty. All of a sudden, there's a laser shone in the, I think it's Lopez, the goalkeeper for Lyon. So they stop it again. It's five minutes at this point. Five minutes of added time at least. How much least. did they add on? Well, this is the thing. There's five minutes there. Yeah. About 20 minutes earlier than that, Leon couldn't even take a, a corner because of all the missiles being thrown at them by the Marseille fans. The, the security had riot shields to stop anything hitting them. That took a couple of minutes. So we're looking at minimum maybe seven, eight minutes. How much was given? three added minutes that's ridiculous and do you know what they do they play until 258 or 249 that's what really really grinds my god well yeah if you're the that team's fans as well that would really fucking piss me they off they just don't it. play the added time they just yeah. don't. the ref should stop and I know it sounds stupid or the fourth official stop when the ball goes out of play 
just keep an eye on it. Or just, like, just for the like big, what the big event. Does, do you know what I mean? It just stops the clock. Yeah. Stop the clock. Stop the clock. Well, that's what grinds our goalposts and what grinds the goalposts army's goalposts. We're grumpy old men. If you've got anything that grinds your goalposts, it can be absolutely anything to do with football. Tweet us, which is at G4J Podcast. Instagram is at goalposts number four jumpers. Anything that pisses you off. And we'll try and read it out and we'll try and... Everyone will get a chance to... Yeah. to be included so yeah. sorry if whether whether your out. suggestion is as stupid as anything we say as anything we say up next mate we have one of the new features really bloody excited about this one hey just a second check uh amanda hug and kiss hey i'm looking for amanda hug and kiss uh, why can't i find amanda hug and kiss <laughs> Welcome to Stay on the Line, a new feature for GoPost for Jumpers. We're really excited about this one. I love this one. It taps into both of our very childhood and twisted. 12 year old Baker, 12 year old Alex. Minds, mate. It's perfect. So, do you want to explain what Stay on the Line is? So, Stay on the Line, basically, Stay on the Line is where we will have a subject. And now, this is going to be interactive. So, anyone can write in and give us a subject to talk about. We call a random number. We have to keep the person who answers the phone on the line for as long as possible. It's a competition. So me and Baker have one each. Mm. This week, we had quite an interesting one. You had to talk about... What did you have to talk about? I had to... Oh, God. I had to... (laughs) (laughs) I had to call a restaurant. A restaurant. A Chinese restaurant. Yeah, a Chinese restaurant who we shan't name, but thanks for playing along. Uh, and I had to try and uh, renew or buy a Bristol Rovers membership. <laughs> Correct. And what did I have to do? I had to call um, a... What was it? What kind of restaurant was it? I don't know. I think it was a kebab place. I think I almost had him believing that he actually sold football boots because yeah. I had to ask about my order about football boots. Yeah, you were and ringing up and you were calling pro-direct customer services in your head. That's it. So we had... A competition between us two, and we will have one every week, and it's going to be up to you guys to choose the topic that we talk about. We can talk about anything, and it's up to you completely. So the best ones, the best shout-outs we will do. Um, Has to be football-related, but, you know, always let us know if you want us to do something. Like, I know if I was listening to a podcast, I would love... For anonymously just like from the comfort of my home, own home making other make people do other people stupid squirm, shit <laughs> doing stupid shit and I can't even explain how nervous I was to do it my was heart sweating. was absolutely racing absolutely so, racing shall we see how we got on yeah let's see how we got on go for it hello Hello. Hello? Yeah. Oh, Hello? Hi, yeah. hi, mate. I was hoping to order something. Yeah, for delivery or collection. Uh, well, it doesn't really matter what it is. I just, yeah, probably delivery. Uh, can you call back on a different phone number because it says number without. So I can't see your phone number on the screen. Okay, can, should I just give you the address at the end of the call? I was just hoping to uh, order a uh, Bristol Rovers membership if that's possible. Telephone number, then, because I can't see your telephone number on the screen. Okay, yeah. Um, could I just order first? I'm just after um, a membership, if possible, just for Bristol Rovers. Is this the right number? Uh, no, there's not. It's not the right number for the Bristol Rovers membership. Ah, uh, there's not. Sorry. 
What have I gone through to Bristol City? Uh, he's got a wrong number in, in general. So okay, so how 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 will I go to the next game if I can't get the membership? So, uh, oh. oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he hated me. <laughs> Hello, I was just looking to uh, follow up on my order. Um, can I do that through you? Sorry? I just wanted to follow up on an order I've, I've placed for the, for the boots. I just wondered if I could do that through you. Yeah, 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 no problem. So what's yeah. the end of order? Um, well, I've ordered them and they've turned up and I've got the, the blue ones and I ordered the, the bloody red ones. So um, I just wondered what if I ordered? could... I, the the blue boots, the the Nike ones, I, the red ones have turned up. What you ordered? The the blue, uh, blue Nike. But is this, this is Pro Direct Soccer, yeah? Sorry, you're in the wrong place, mate. Is it? Oh wait, is it? I've called the wrong. Have you? Do you do boots? No, no, no you're in the wrong place. It's oh, who have I? Food, not for boots. For for restaurant for boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the restaurant for boots. Yeah, that's the one I've ordered off. Okay, so you have to collect it, okay? Okay, so you can't, like, if I wanted to get it delivered, you'd deliver the... No, re- no, no, cause I've had it. we don't do one little collection. Because the ones that I've had delivered are the, the blue ones. I, well, I wanted the red ones. Okay, I didn't... no problem, whatever it is, you can collect it. We don't do delivery. Oh, perfect. So no. how, do I, how do I get hold of you then? So where, How do I collect it? Whereabouts? Because I've ordered the... <sighs> I, I thought I'd ordered the blue ones, but the red ones showed up. So now, yeah, they're okay. the Nike. Do you know uh, the Nike ones with that r- that like red tick on them? That's the ones that I've got. I thought I got. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? Why did he call you think? I think I think just because I thought if if you could help me, then obviously that'd be great. Can no, I? No, what I'm saying. What do you think? Why for your stuff? Why did he call you think? The the boots. Oh, because. I've got the wrong ones have turned up. So I was just wondering if you've no, no, got no, the... No, what I'm asking you... Sorry. You know the places you called? Do you know yeah. what you called? The Pro Direct Soccer. You guys are the Pro Direct Soccer. No, it's in a restaurant. It's not for supplying your boots. It's for selling food. For, for so selling boots. So you're in the wrong place. So find the good right place, okay? The, oh, right. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well... <laughs> There they are, mate. Those were... So, technically, <laughs> let's see who... Right. Who won? Uh, I did. Uh, you won. You I did won. win. I edged it. I honestly, like, it's so hard to not absolutely lose my shit. I, cr- I cracked up when yours. you were on yours. Yeah, I had to look away, and I didn't want to make you laugh. Um, it, I think I just, like, got into the zone, and... You became... The Bristol Rovers fan. Yeah, and I was like, "Is this Bristol City?" <laughs> I don't want to speak to Bristol City, but it was our oh, mate. It was, it was, it was so hard, but it was so fun to do. And obviously, uh, the competition with this is to anything over thirty seconds is it's included, added time. It's Just added stop. time. It's added time. So it's whoever gets the most added time. Should we do this over? The next, so the whole of season two, the winner at the end of the season two, we'll come up with a forfeit on it. But should we say 
we'll have a winner and a loser at the end of season two. Mm-hmm. So we'll work out how much stoppage time or added time each of us get each week. Over the course. Yeah. God's sake. Well, I've I've not gone off to a good start. Because well, I'm 1-0 up. Yeah. I got 40 seconds added time. Um, you know, obviously I was 1 minute 10. Mm. You, mate, absolutely smashed it with 2 minutes, 18 seconds. So you got, what is it, a minute and God, bad 48 maths, seconds. Yeah. So... You got a minute and forty eight seconds added time. You absolutely smashed it. We enjoyed oh, that one, didn't we? God, mate. But talking of things that you uh, you struggle with, yeah, and you lose to me at, yeah. Do you know what features next? I do, mate. It's return. It's returned. It's not going anywhere. And a truth. Two lies and a truth. Two lies and a truth, baby. Two lies and a truth. She stayed. She survived. Well, all the features have survived, but. Well, two lies and a truth. It it's, can't. it's been there since day one, isn't it? Yeah, you we guys, it's your favourite feature. I know that. Twat list will come back. Don't yeah, worry. Don't worry. You all all three people who want it back. <laughs> Fuck off. So, do you remember what last week's two lies and a truth was? I I know rats were involved as they're, they're, fucking they're usual. I swear week. to God, if rats are involved this time, <laughs> this microphone's going out the window. So basically, this is the part of the show where I tell Gareth and you, the audience, three different football-related stories. Two of them are lies that I've made up. One of them is a weird, fantastical truth. Fantastical. Fantastical. Making up words. I think it's a word. Is it? Fantastical. <laughs> Story number one. Oh, right, I'm not ready for this. Let me get into the zone. Okay, Can the you zone. try and guess the stories? I always I like it when every now and then you just try and guess me it. squirm. Okay. Yeah. So story number one. Yeah. The headline. Yeah. Chicken got a kick in. <laughs> um Chicken got a kick in. A a a chicken once started for a chicken scored a goal. I s I don't fucking know. No. This story, chicken got a kick in. A Croatian footballer was sent off recently mm. for killing a chicken during a game. The violence broke out after a group of hens found their way onto the pitch. <laughs> chicken got a kick in. Oh my God. Story number two. Hang on, did the chicken survive? No, a Croatian footballer was sent off recently for killing a chicken. Oh, I thought you said kicking. Oh no, killing a chicken. He, he, he killed a chicken. Chicken got a kick in. In the middle of a football game. And got sent off. That's horrible. Story number two. Macedonian Neapolitan. Macedonian Neapolitan. Macedonian Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Something to do with ice cream and Macedonia. Yeah. Uh, Macedonian footballer uh, was once threw up on the pitch because he ate too much Neapolitan ice cream before. Close. Oh. An ex-Macedonian footballer turned boxer lost his pro boxing license last week when authorities discovered evidence he was using his boxing gym to smuggle illegal ice cream into the country. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Macedonian Neapolitan. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Story number three, 10 years younger. Yeah. This is quite hard for you to guess, but 10 years younger. Yeah. Footballer related story. What are you going to, what's your guess for that? I don't even know where to start. Ten years younger. That's just ten years younger. Yeah. No idea. Welsh Premier League midfielder Owen Warlow has been suspended indefinitely by Pennybont after the club were anonymously informed that he had lied about his age. Warlow, 34, 
supposedly, is accused of being over 10 years older than his Pennebont record state. <laughs> 10 years younger. How have you made two of these stories up? I never know. We have three stories. Know. You've got the Croatian footballer being sent off for killing a chicken in a game. I never know how you do it. Ex-Macedonian footballer smuggling illegal ice cream into the country. And you've got, an, I mean, a Welsh player lying about his age. Normally it's... Nigerian it's players yeah according to wait who, who Greg confirmed Halford. Greg Halford Greg Halford that's a throwback episode we kind of confirmed it yeah you, well pretty much if you played with him and you don't know his age for real so which one are you going to go for you can rule one out if you need a bit of time right so we got the Welsh Premier League one we've got kicking chickens and killing them and we've got the ice cream smuggling I'm going to rule out the Welsh Premier League one Welsh Premier League's gone. I follow that quite a bit, and I feel like I would have heard that. Okay, so 10 years younger is gone. Yeah, I don't believe that's true. You're left with ice cream or chickens. I'm (laughs) Now you put it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to... Do you know what? I think the ice cream one is a bit far-fetched. Okay. No, they're both far-fetched, but... The ice cream one is the least far-fetched, so... The ice cream one is the least far-fetched. Yeah, I think so. Because I can just imagine in those, like, Croat leagues, like, kind of that, you know, (laughs) Eastern European kind of culture, that chickens would be running onto football pitches. (laughs) I don't know why. It's just because I watch Bora and... Are you going for the chicken story? I am. I'm going for the chicken story. You think chicken got a kick in? I'm going for a Croatian player kicked and killed a chicken on a football pitch. And was sent off for it. Yeah. I'm pleased to announce that this week's episode, Hmm. we've had a fan submission. So this isn't my story. Okay. So you just laid back in your house and done fuck all all week then? Pretty much, yeah. Well, fair play to you. Yeah. If you can get away with doing it. Do you want to know the answer? I do at the end of the show. Season two is different, Baker. Oh, is it? Season two is different. No, it's not. Shut up. No, it's different because... Because we we won't have time yeah, to do yeah, it, so we've yeah, just yeah. literally got to yeah, do it now. Do yeah, yeah, yeah. So the end of the episode. End of the episode. End of the episode. What's next? We have another new feature, Alex. Yeah. And you, you know, all credit goes to your mate. You come up with a name. I mean, I come up with the idea. So it's called Dubstitution. Dubstitution. This so is explain where... what that name means. So basically... We all like funny interviews between, yeah. you know, managers, players. And there are plenty out there. But what we don't like are boring interview questions. Mm. And we hear them constantly. Stupid yeah. questions about stupid things where footballers have to have the same response all the time. So we decided to change the rules a little bit. A little bit. This is the part of the show where we decide the questions. We ask the questions and they're hard hitting. They are hard hitting. So we've chucked ourselves on top of... Uh, it's what you guys want to hear. So this week yeah. it's Nigel Pearson. And we ask the real questions. We ask the real questions to Nigel Pearson. Welcome to Dubstitution. Another goal post for Jumpers Revolution. Enough of a boring question. This is our solution. By the way, Paul Joel had a sex step. Oh, hi, Nigel. Uh, Gareth Baker here from Go Poster Jumpers. Thanks for uh, inviting me around. Uh, obviously, you're with a, a club right now, so to be honest, mate, there's not much I thought to talk to you about, I guess. 
I guess my first question would be to do with this podcast. Do you, do you know that rats actually once scored a goal in a football game? Did they? Oh, very nice. Well, you think that, but I'm starting to think the amount that Alex is bringing up rat stories and two lies and the truth means that he's started to run out of ideas. No. Well, you say that, but I'm just fed up with the rat stories now. There must be better stories out there for him to use, surely, Nigel? I've just said no. All right, Nigel, chill out, mate. You're the one who rang me to come round to your house to do an interview. I didn't even want to come, to be honest. I've got way better things to do. Have you seen how many how many times you've seen us play this year? So you, you're not in a position to judge my players on, on that. What are you on about? You don't even manage anyone anymore. You just... You said before we started the interview, you work at Tesco now. I'm just trying to get your opinion on two lies and a truth and if it's done and dusted. Well, you ask him, man, I've told you. No was the answer, so I don't think it's a fair assessment. Full stop. Right, OK, fair enough. You're on Alex's side, we get it. I just think he could do a new feature called Rat Fact or something. I don't have to use that sort of analogy. We are in the same sort of position that we're in. We've got six games at home, ten games left, six at home. Our home form has to be uh, drastically improved for us to give ourselves the best chance. That's it. What are you talking about? You are literally not a football manager anymore. You're mental. I thought when you called someone an ostrich that one time, that was the case, but now I know for definite you are mental. You got any more questions that you want to ask? Uh... To be honest, mate, this has been a really, really weird experience, so I'm not too sure where we go from here. Uh, I guess a lot of people have written in uh, about the Paul Jewell sex tape and how much people would hate to see his arse bobbing up and down. Who has the better arse, you or Paul Jewell? My arse. It's all over, I think. No. And we are at the end of our first episode of Season 2. That was substitution, mate. Nigel Pearson. Ah, oh, we're an awkward fucker, mate. I we're hated. I hated Nigel Pearson. What? It just actually hated him. Yeah, I I hated Nigel Pearson. And do you know what? I I guarantee there's something inside Nigel Pearson that thinks he had something to do with Leicester winning the league. One hundred percent. Oh, he was such an arrogant football manager. There are plenty of clips of him having f- a go at just journalists trying to do their job and when yeah. I say trying to do a job like ones that literally are just asking him normal fucking yeah. questions that you would ask a football manager before or after a game yeah but he was gold to be fair he was he was good good to watch yeah there's being gold and like obviously you know Warnock's one of those kind of managers Ian Holloway is one of those managers Holloway, Holloway for his own reasons he was funny Warnock is just always controversial. He's honest. He's down to earth. But Nigel Pearson was just entertaining to watch because of how much of an actual prick he was. Yeah. He was such an I think you would have made your twat list if uh, you had a twat list this week, you know? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. So this has been the first episode of season two. Yeah. Favourite new feature. Which one is it? That's a hard shout. If you guys who are listening got a favourite, let us know, obviously, in the usual channels. Um, for me, mate, like, I think Dubstitution is fun because it's, like, creative and it's good, it's good fun to do. Yeah. The the Stay on the line, though. Just... You just want to be 12 again. It's just, it's just me, you know, channeling my inner 12-year-old again. Well, before you make and your I decision, do though... I my fair share of prank calls. I actually once... You were the real-life Bart Simpson. 
I once rang Childline when I was like 11. That's not cool, bro. No, I know. And look, I'm really sorry. I just, this is a form of counselling. And we used to do it. Like all the kids in the village we lived in had nothing better to do. I once rang Childline and said that I'm really scared of fireworks. Childline. Like, yeah. Moving on. I'm disappointed. Yeah, before you make your decision on your favourite feature, uh, we've got a little feature that we Mm. put at the end of the show. Yeah. And this is just a little brain teaser. It's sign, sell, ignore. And we've done that very subtly there because we actually forgot to do it at the start. I didn't. Oh, you didn't? I wanted it at the end. I just moved on, really. Yeah, you did. Sign, sell, ignore. So this is where I give you two players. Yes. Two players that you've got to decide whether you're going to sign them or ignore them. Okay. If you sign them, you've got to sell someone from your team. Your team is Liverpool. Okay. But I've got to, I've got to sign one of them, ignore one of them, and I've got to sell one of my own players. If you want to sign him. Okay. So so I can choose not to sign him. You can look, you're going to sign these players. Okay. You're Liverpool. Yeah. Current situation. You've got current situation. January transfer right window. Yeah. Two players come available. Yeah. So my director of football or my scouts have come to me and said, look, you've got two candidates here for the January transfer window. Yeah. You can you can only sign one. Yeah. But you also have to sell a player. You have to sell a player if you want to sign one. Okay. So you can keep the squad the same, I suppose. I like this. It. Good. So think- right. So the first player is yeah. currently rumoured and actually Klopp's been uh, out squashing these rumours and saying that they can't afford him. Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe. Mm-hmm. Or Robert Lewandowski. Ooh. So you've got two players. You're going to sign Fuck. them or you're going to ignore That's, them. Do you know what? You've done really well there because you know how highly I rate Lewandowski. Well, you've got to, you've got to think about the current situation. Liverpool, yeah. most likely, they're going to win the league this season. It's, and as much as it hurts ooh. to say it, they're going to win the league. Do you know what? Would that, you want to disrupt that dressing room? <coughs> That's a think of that is, mate, because, you know, you've got to look at... Liverpool's forward line best front three in the world arguably yeah I'd say probably the best at the, the most moment. efficient yeah, front three doing the best at the moment um, you know I'm a huge fan of Lewandowski I think he's a, a, a not a shoe in but he's got a very good shout to be the Ballon d'Or winner I don't think he'll win it though I think Messi will win it but um, you've got to look at age here and you've got to look at positioning Lewandowski isn't as young as Mbappe but it means that you wouldn't have to sell someone because obviously when you sell this a player you've got to sell someone in that position okay but you've got to make up the money right okay so Mbappe would cost you an absolute arm and a leg Lewandowski wouldn't cost you as much because of his age yeah so you wouldn't have to kind of cut off your arm I think I think if I was to sign Lewandowski it would be to replace uh, uh, Firmino yeah um who's a great striker, but I do think Lewandowski's better. Would you not sign Mbappe and replace Firmino then? Yeah, but the reason I'm, I'm choosing this, by the way, I'm going to choose Kylian Mbappe okay. because he's younger. Yeah, I think he's a bit more versatile than yeah. Lewandowski. And, you know, I just think what Mbappe is now, thinking five, six years, yeah. do you know what I mean? So, so who are you getting rid Mbappe. of then? Who am I going to sell? Who are you going to sell? Well, I'd sell Firmino. So you'd sell Firmino for Kylian Mbappe? 100%. Now, I'm not saying that I that's a keep, wrong decision, I but... I could keep Salah and I could keep, keep Mane on the so wings. You, would you rather keep Salah than Firmino? Because I know that a yeah. lot of people 
would argue the opposite way around. 100%. Salah's much better than Firmino for Liverpool. I'd rather keep Salah and Mane. And if I had to get rid of a player, it would be Firmino, as good as Firmino is. Yeah, of course. And Mbappe. And as important as he is, actually. Mbappe's a very versatile player. He can do anything that Firmino does. Well, this is the problem. I think if you'd offered almost any other striker, if, if we were offered as a Liverpool manager, any other player, I don't think we'd consider Firmino being sold because of what he does for that front line. Yeah, it's, it's, he's, Mbappe, he's unsellable at the moment in Liverpool's... But, in but Mbappe comes, you've got to, you've yeah, probably got you've to push got, you've, Yeah, so I would sell Firmino. It's a tough I would, one. I would sign Mbappe and I would ignore Lewandowski as much as that breaks my heart. It does break your heart. Now, talking of breaking hearts, yeah. we're going to realise... <laughs> I mean, it's two lies and a truth. Yeah. Breaking you think... Do, how, how do you think... You got on this week because you haven't got one in a long time. <coughs> um, you never know, mate, how you do with two lies and a truth. I, let me give you some advice as the person who's always on the receiving end. I never know how it's going to go when you start doing it. I never know how it's going to go whilst you're doing it. And I definitely don't know how it's going to go when you actually give the answer. I have no idea. Why would I have an idea? Because the two stories you always come up with are the subject of someone who's clinically fucking insane. Well, your first, your first gut instinct was to rule like ten years younger. Yeah, you were right. That story I was fabricated. So, I, I do keep a, an eye on the Welsh Premier League. Owen Warlow is not ten years older than he claims to be. Mm. He might actually not even be thirty-four. He's made that up as well. And as you know, I think the Welsh Premier League is a lot better than someone not, you know, who's ten years younger. Be you know, kind of. Well, Canu did it in the Premier League. That's true. There you are. I'm so. Confirmed. It's between Chicken Got a Kick In and Macedonian Neapolitan. Yeah, and I chose Chicken Got a Kick In mainly because I can just imagine that happening. In in a Croatian league. Yeah, I can. I the don't know why. Is, I, just, I can just imagine chickens always being around Croatian. The problem you've got pitches. is that the, there's been so many ridiculous stories. Yeah. Your mind is now a lot more open to ridiculous stories. I think so. I don't think I'm always prepared for the two wrong stories you come up with though because yeah. every time I find out what the true answer is I'm always more impressed by the fact that you've come up with two insane stories well yeah I'll, I'll read them both out again so the first okay. story was chicken got a kick and this is the one that you went for yeah that was a Croatian footballer was sent off recently for killing a chicken during a game the violence broke out after a group of hens found their way onto the pitch mm-hmm Story number two was Macedonian Neapolitan. An ex-Macedonian footballer turned boxer lost his pro boxing license last week when authorities discovered evidence he was using his boxing gym to smuggle illegal ice cream into the country. Definitely not that one. It's so, definitely not that one. The I'm answer, so confident about that. And this story was reported by Daily Mail online, okay. Twitter. Then it's not true as well then. <laughs> every, every chance is not... Apart from the fact there's a video. Oh, is there really? Of a footballer is given a red card for killing a chicken Get during a match in Croatia. Fucking, I got one yeah. right. I got one fucking right. Wow. I that got was, one right. That's Ivan Gazdek, 23, was playing semi-pro Gazdek. match in northern Croatia at the weekend when a group of hens ran onto the pitch and You've stopped You've read the story out 74 times. Well, this is, this is their story. That's insane. And that's also horrible. Well, he it, must actually... Well, if that was me, I that would cut me up inside that I've killed an animal. Massively. But you're happy to eat chicken. Well, it's already killed, isn't it? 
but <laughs> I've been that's convenient that for as you. well recently. I'm thinking of going vegetarian a little bit. Oh, I don't want to bore you with that. Uh, I don't know if I could. So that story was sent into sent into us from uh, Jamie Walls. Thank you for for that story. And actually, he's given me another one for next week as well. Oh, decent. Cheers, Jamie. <laughs> Thanks for ensuring Alex does nothing this week. It's brilliant. I've got to come up with the two weird stories that aren't true. That, that's the did, hardest not, thing. That must actually take you a full week. It, it, it actually stresses me out. I can just imagine you in a dark room writing them, sweating. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know how you do it, in a straight jacket. Yeah. yeah. Well, there Where we are. That is the end of the end our of the show. first episode of season two. Wow. I hope you enjoyed the new features. We certainly enjoyed doing them. Yeah, we loved it. Obviously, give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, drop us a rating. Much better than top five. Fuck top five. Fuck top five. I was so bored of that. Although I want to do so one top five that I've been thinking about. So Yeah, we'll do it soon. Okay. But yeah. Thanks, ladies and gents, for tuning in. And and we're not going to f- sign off the show like we normally do. We're going to sign it off like a normal... Really professionally, yeah. like an actual podcast. Pubes. Pubes on my face. Pubes. <laughs> you say pubes in such a weird way. Pubes. I can't think of anything You else say pubes. Pubes. <laughs> See? I'm Welsh. Yes. Pubes. Pubes. They think it's all over. It's